Welcome to Zion Impact Ministries, the local assembly of the Kingdom Community of Believers. As you listen to this message, we pray that God establishes the governing influence of Christ Jesus in your life through fellowship and the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. So wherever you are, we salute you, we bless you, we honor the grace of God upon your life. I want us all to celebrate all our pastors, Reverend Sami, put your hands together for Reverend Sami. He's been an amazing man of God, amen. Reverend Selassie also, we salute you, Reverend Selassie, all the other pastors, Reverend Chris, Reverend Gabby, Reverend um, Roland, Reverend Beryl, Reverend Anna, Reverend Robin, Reverend... Keith, Reverend, all of them. <laughs> Hallelujah. We salute God and salute the grace of God upon their lives. Amen. Now I want to turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I salute the oil upon your life. I believe you are anointed. As you are sitting by me today, I'm expecting a word. <laughs> oh, give your neighbor a high five or a hug. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I want you to just close your eyes right now with me. Say, Father, we love you. Father, we bless you. Father, we bless you. Just close your eyes with me and say, Father, we love you. Father, we love you. Father, we honor you. Father, we honor you. Father, we welcome you. Father, we welcome you. In our midst today. In our midst today. Lord, have your way. Lord, have your way. Lord, have your way. Lord, have your way. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Lord, have your way. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Just begin to speak in the language of the Spirit right now. For the next one minute. For the next one minute. Zeba lebo I just want you to pick a seed if you have one. Any, any amount at all. Think deep. If you have... Five CDs, ten CDs, one CD, whatever. I just pick it up. I know. If you have, I wish you'd all you do a physical one, but no bad money to Just pick something and I say, Father, locate me. You see, um, one of the things for this year is watchfulness. We are in terrible times. Hallelujah. We are in terrible times. Now, if you don't pay attention, you will think that the things that are happening are normal. By the time you realize you are not a Christian anymore, are you with me? That, that is the agenda. By the time you realize you are not a Christian anymore, and it would be better if you had not believed before, so that someone will work on you and do the work of salvation, than for you to be in the church and become angry at God and the system. I don't use the word system, but let me use that. Hallelujah. So I want you to lift up your offering. If you don't have any, that's fine. Right? And say, Father, I connect to the grace 
of preservation, of, preservation, of, exemption, of exemption, I connect, I connect to, the grace to the grace of victory, of victory over the evil one. Over the evil one. Father, every plan, Father, every plan of the enemy, of the enemy that is that is. Targeted, targeted at the church at the church at my faith at my faith oh lord oh lord today today as i pray as i pray as i drop my seed as i drop my seed i declare i declare preservation preservation preservation, preservation exemption, exemption my family my family we are exempted we are exempted my family my family we are covered we are covered my family my family we are exempted exempted in the name of jesus any power any power of hell to uproot, to uproot my faith, my faith in this dark time. This dark time. Oh, Lord. oh Lord, the Bible says the, Bible says. the earth. The and, its system and its system are dark, are dark. and darkness, and darkness covers. covers even as humans also. Even as humans Lord, also. We pray. Lord, we pray in this darkness, in this darkness let, us be light. let us be light. Let the light, let the light of, your word of your word shine through. Shine through. Let the light, let the light of, your word of your word bring salvation, bring salvation to, the people to the people around us. Around us. Oh, Lord. oh Lord, keep us, keep us by your right hand. By your right hand. Keep us, keep us by your power, by your power. In, the in the name of Jesus. Of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray for the next one minute. Just pray for the next one minute. Say, Father, keep me. Father, keep me. For the next one minute. Father, keep us, O Lord. Keep us, Lord. Keep us, Lord. Keep us, Lord, in your will, O God. Yes, Lord. 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 Mede Lord, I connect to your grace. The grace of revival. The grace of life. The grace of life. The grace of life. Father, supernatural life in my body. Supernatural life in my spirit. Supernatural life in my soul. Supernatural life in my work with you. Yes, Lord. Father, visit me. In this service. In this service. Let me hear a word. Let me hear a word. That would cause me. That would cause me to walk. 
to endure to the very end. Speak to me, Lord. Speak to me, Lord. Answer every question. Answer every question. Hidden questions. Hidden questions, Lord. In my heart. In my heart. Answer me, O Lord. Answer me, Lord. By your righteousness. By your righteousness. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Put your hands together and celebrate God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 If there's an empty seat by you, ask your neighbor, Chile, neighbor, what's up? For mommy Jonah, she has to ask what's up for all the seats behind her. Where are our people today? We didn't call them, eh? The way all of you are looking at Sylvia, Sylvia is not a calling, madam. <laughs> Sylvia is not a call center. Angela, why did you call anyone? You are preparing, you are preparing, and we're preaching the night. Yeah. Amen. 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 After service, we would, we would assign so that we call all our people. Amen. 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 I want us to read our scripture and then we'll have our seats. We are reading two scriptures today Matthew chapter 26, the verse number 41. Matthew chapter 26, the verse number 41. Can someone please read for us? Watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Watch and what? And pray. Lest you what? Enter into temptation. For the spirit is indeed willing. Indeed willing, but what? The flesh is weak. Ephesians chapter 6, the verse number 18. Ephesians chapter 6, the verse number 18. 618. Yes. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Uh, let's, 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 let's go up a bit. Let's start from the verse number 14 so that we understand the context. So let's start from the verse number 14. Stand therefore, mm-hmm. having gathered your waist with truth, yes. having put on the breastplate of righteousness, mm-hmm. And having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Mm -hmm. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fairy darts of the wicked one. Mm -hmm. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, Mm -hmm. which is the word of God. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. Mm -hmm. Being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Amen. 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 Now, the Bible says, before we take our seat, it was talking, if you know that part of the Bible, you know that that's the armor of God. So, the Bible began to list what you should be preparing yourself for. And then, it talked about the breastplate, the belt of truth, the footwear of preparation of the gospel of peace, the shield of faith. Then it says the helmet of salvation, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Then the Bible says that praying with all supplication and prayer in the spirit. Then the Bible added, being what? Watchful. Oh, are you with me in the church? Being what? Watchful. Watchful to the end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Let's have our seats in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, from the very first scripture that we looked at, from the book of Matthew, chapter what? Four, 26, right? 26, chapter 41. 41. The Bible says that, watch and what? 
and pray. You know, many times when we, people read this, they usually just emphasize on the watch part. But today I want us to look at the two of them together. So the title for today's message is Watch and Pray. The dangers of watching alone. Are you with me? Watch and what? And pray. The dangers of watching alone. I'm giving you some time to write this. Watch and what? And pray. The dangers of watching alone. Now, if you check through the Bible, you will see the Bible talk about the word watch. Talk about the word behold. Talk about the word see. Talk about the word look. If you do not pay attention, you will think they are all the same. All of them have some subtle differences. But I'm not interested in that. Nonetheless, let me just take my time and just briefly explain what they all mean. Now, when we say the word watch, right? Watching means something passive, right? It means looking at a broad range of things for an amount of time. That's what watching is. Are you with me? So watching seems passive. You are looking at a broad range of things. And you are looking at it for a considerable amount of time. Now, when you look at the word seeing, seeing seems to be very active, right? It seems to be also very specific. And the intention is for you to notice or to become aware. I writing, I should, should I go on? If you're not writing, then I'll just flow. I writing. Okay, you're not writing. Let me go on. Perceiving. <laughs> you're writing. Okay, so let me start. Watching seems passive. It seems broad. Right? And when you are watching, you are engaging for a considerable amount of time. You are engaging the act of watching for a considerable amount of time. Now, seeing seems to be active. It seems to be specific. And the interest for seeing is so that you notice something. And you become aware of something. So you might be watching a movie with someone, right? And then you are all watching the movie. Or you are watching a soccer game. And then someone would ask you whilst you are watching. Ah, did you just see what the referee did? But you are all watching. Are you with me? So how come in your watching, the person is asking you, did you see? It means that pay attention to something. Are you with me? So watching is passive. But when it comes to seeing... Someone wants you to pay attention to something, right? And I, like I'm saying, I, I don't want to go through the various whatever I need in the Bible. But let's move on to the next one. Perceiving. That's also one of the things that you will see in the Bible. Perceiving. Perceiving, I know that when you look at it in the, brand, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't only have to do with the eyes. Perceiving is about analyzing. Or it deals with understanding. Perceiving deals with what? Understanding. Analyzing the information your eyes have gotten. Whether you are watching or you are seeing. When you are perceiving, you are just moving beyond... Ob- I don't use the word observe because I'll come to it. You are just moving beyond what your eyes, the information your eyes is collecting. And you are moving to the realm of what? Understanding. What does this mean? Are you with me? So we've looked at what? Watching. Broad, seeing, specific, active, perceiving, 
you are dealing with understanding what you are seeing, what you are watching. And then there's also one more thing that I want us to look at. Look, or as the King James will say, behold. They are usually the same. When you see the word look or behold, the person giving you that instruction wants to direct your eyes into a particular direction. Are with me? So it means that what the person is telling you to look or to behold, it was outside your view. You will not have noticed it. You can be watching something in your view and not see it. But when the person says, look, it means that the thing is outside your knowledge, outside your field of view. So they are drawing your attention. Move away from whatever you are engaging in and pay attention to this particular thing. Are you with me? So the Bible says, behold, I do a new thing. It means that if you don't pay attention, you will never see God doing a new thing because you would have read from the um, Psalms of Solomon that there is nothing new under the sun. So that's where you are working with. And then God is saying, behold, I do a new thing. It has not caught your attention before. It is outside of your frame of reference. But it says that what? Behold. Did you get all the things I said? Let's look at the scripture just to distinguish just two of them. The Bible says in the book of Matthew chapter 13, the verse number 14, Jesus was quoting from the book of Isaiah, a prophecy that was given to the people of God. And this is what Jesus said. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 13, the verse number 14 to the verse number 15, and in them, the prophecy of Isaiah is fulfilled, which says, hearing you will hear, but what? Not understand. Then underline this. Seeing you will see, but not perceive. Then he says, so if you compare the two, it means that seeing, hearing, they are the same, right? But then it says what? Perceiving and understanding. Are you with me? Perceiving and what? Understanding. So perception deals with what? Understanding. Now look at what the Bible says in verse 15. It says, for the hearts of the people have grown down. Their eyes are hard of hearing and their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, lest they should understand with their hearts and turn so that I should heal them. You see, I, I want to, I, I want to, I, I think last year, the beginning of the, of the year, one of the things that we dealt with, I think in February or January, ending January, was discernment. How many people remember? And I spent talking about discernment. Hearing, seeing, watching, beholding, perceiving, they are all introductory steps to discernment. Are with me? The goal is what? Discernment. Now, why am I emphasizing on discernment? Because with discernment, you safeguard yourself from being deceived. Why am I talking about deception? If you read, and I quoted this a while ago, in the book of Revelation, the Bible says that the accuser of the brethren has been what? Brought down to the earth. And when it talks about the agenda or the weapons that the enemy wants to use, the key See, the devil can do things. The devil can also form things. The devil has powers. Agents on the dark side, they also have power. They have some level of authority. But in all their weapon of choice, they rather choose to use deception. Are you with me? They will rather choose to use deception because when they know that you are deceived, 
you can become part of their army, work for them, and all of that. Many people say that, hey, the devil was taking everything away from Job, and then he left the wife. Let me not continue with that one. <laughs> Let me not continue with that one. Let me move on to another thing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. So, seeing is not the goal. Watching is not the goal. Hearing is not the goal. Discerning is, not the, is, is the goal. Because you can see something clearly. You can hear something clearly. You can even understand it. And you still miss it. You will miss it. And, and, and I like the fact that the man of God that came last Friday spent some time to talk about the prophetic. In the realms of the prophetic, in the arena of the prophetic. And in fact, let's push it even outside the prophetic. In the arena of dealing with the spirits of God, if you are not careful, the things you see will be a disadvantage to you. You see, many people think one of the um, nicest things that are like from the man of God, he said that prophetic doesn't deal with seeing. Prophetic doesn't deal with sensing. The essence of the prophetic is about seeing. The essence of the prophetic is about what? Seeing. So, you, I can come and not see anything. And I can still tell you a word. Right? And it will come to pass. Because the Bible says, and that's why I kept saying that, if you check the reason why for every new season, God brings a word. is because even if it was not in the intention of God, so far as God has said it, it has the capability to create. So the Bible says that before he does anything, he says. He came onto a scene, chaos, and the Bible says he said. Really? Really? Like, I mean, of all the things that God could have done, he decided to just what? Say. Hey, may God say a word over your life in this year. May God say a word over your life in this year. May God speak the words of possibility. Anything that you never even imagined as you receive the word of God, may it begin to create it for you in the Amen. name of Jesus. Someone put your hand together and celebrate the Lord. Are you with me? So, based on all the things that I've said, the emphasis of watch, the emphasis I want to use, or the word I want to use as a synonym for this um, sermon, I might interchange watch, see, that's why I gave you all the definitions. I might interchange them. But what I'm really interested in, the spirit of watch that I'm interested in is the word to observe. So I want you to just write the word now. Watch equals to observe. To observe. That's what I'm focusing on. Many of us here are not observant at all. Many of us, we are not observant. And in fact, it's not, it's not just like I'm talking to you. Human beings are not observant. Are not observant. How many people have seen how pickpocketers work before? A pickpocketer can be around you, might be taking things from you, and you'll still be laughing with the person. Because we, we don't have the... I, I watched, is it a TED talk or so? About how the human mind works. Now, this scenario they created. As we know, the human mind is an office, right? That deals with receiving requests and answering them. In the mind to work, the mind only has in the in the office, it has one worker, right? And then all the information that the mind needs to give you is in the cabinet behind the mind. In the, in the cabinet behind the worker. So if I make a request, right, the person, the worker is paying attention. When the worker gets up and then goes finding through the cabinet what you are looking for, in that split second, you can do anything to the man or the woman. 
and the man will not notice. And that's how pickpocketers and magicians work. So they might be talking to you and then they'll tap you like this. And then you feel something. Then they take something from your pocket. Because as soon as they tapped you, the worker has gone. What is this? They say touch. What kind of touch is it? What kind of hand is it? Does this person work with their, with their hands? This person's hands are cool. That's what the, the worker has just gone there. Everything that happens here. And that is what happens when a lot of us are driving. <laughs> we don't know the use of this side mirror. We don't know the use of this. We don't know the use of this. Young <laughs> Kongwa. Are with me? Because we, we have not trained ourselves. And to be observant, you must start training yourself. See, many of us can, and when I say observant, I'm not just talking about natural things. So I'm talking about even your home. You come and then something has shifted from your home. You don't even know. I remember the very, one of, a while ago, I mean, the very, very beginning, we, we got robbed. I, thankfully, I was not at home. <laughs> but when I got home, right, when I first got to the gate, I've been, we've locked the gates outside. And I unlocked the padlock. And I realized that I've opened it, but I couldn't go to it. And I realized, ah, they've locked outside. It didn't click. Oh. It didn't click. So I, ah, I said, what's happening? So I just called some guy and the neighbor, and then the, the guy jumped. Because I didn't want to jump, because the Bible says, anyone that doesn't come through the gate is a thief. <laughs> <laughs> so that scripture was in my head. So yeah, I said, I will not jump. <laughs> Here's my own house. <laughs> so I just went for someone to jump. When I finished, I delivered from the spirit of TV. Anyway, but then I opened the, the door and then I realized that things were scattered. In my mind, like I thought like we left a window open and like a stray door came. That was truly what I thought. It never clicked in my mind that, oh, someone might have entered and then like taken some. In my mind, ah, so I was, in my mind, I wanted to look for people. Let's bring stick. Maybe there's a wild dog. It never clicked. But I saw that there was things that have been scattered. Now, because of that, right, now when I'm coming home, I begin to pay attention to certain things. If you've not gone through certain encounters, you cannot, you, you don't even know the signals to pay attention to. I would mean, and that's what I'm saying that by default, many of us are not observant. You can't even notice when your, the mood of your friend changes until you've gone through something before. You will not notice if your husband changes, your wife changes, your father's mood has changed, your mother's mood has changed, your boss's mood has changed. You will not know. You would only notice it when there's an outburst or sudden quietness, but on a typical day. And forgive, most guys are, are worse at observing. Worse. When it comes to especially interpersonal relationships. The last time my, my wife asked me, so what do you think about this person? I said, you, when you go out, I don't remember your dress. <laughs> and I should remember someone else's dress. Like, if I close my eyes, like, I don't remember what she wore. <laughs> Is that bad? I remember one time, my, this one, my mother, my mother, I have to confess. <laughs> my mother is also quite bad at this, especially when she's on the road. We, she left home, whatever, to do something. She was coming back. I was also going out. We passed by each other. <laughs> we passed by each other. She didn't see me. I didn't see her. And I said, Person's height looks like I've seen the reference of that height before. I say, ah. <laughs> but like, is that bad? And if you don't train yourself, you will not be observant. And it comes to even work. You will not notice. Many people write, oh, I have a keen eye. Attention to detail. You are lying. You are lying. You are lying. Oh, I have this thing. I, 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 um, whatever, 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 whatever. You, if you don't train yourself. So, observation 
the ability to observe and be observant, it doesn't come naturally. Just because of how your brain works. Just because of how your brain works. So if you want to improve yourself on the road, in your, in your home, neighborhood, security, all of those things, you must be observant. And in the structure of a kingdom, right, anything that deals with observing usually is tied with security. Listen to me. Because observation allows you to notice a trend. It allows you to notice things that are out of place so that you can either sound an alarm. Now, maybe next week we'll look at who a watchman is. But today we are not looking at that. So if you look at the structure of a kingdom, one of the first lines of defense is that there must be watchtowers and there must be watchmen. All the people who are in the security structure of a kingdom or of a nation, they can misbehave. But for people who are on watch, you dare not sleep. If you go to any group of whatever, military guys who are invading whatever, right? If we are 10, even if we are 2, as soon as we come in an unknown territory, one of us must keep watch. One of us. 24-7, the, the watchman must be alert. Because if you compromise the watchman, the security of the team, the security of the church, the security of the family, the security of the nation, the security of the kingdom is also compromised. Because you have a tax to observe passively. And it's a boring job. If you check any of these Hollywood movies where someone is a policeman and he's on watch, and then you find, then they'll add, someone will come and join them in the car. And they say, oh, is that all you do when you're on the lookout? So boring. But people who are experts, even when they are sleeping, you realize that they are, their senses are heightened. They might not be looking, but if something changes in their environment, they'll know. If you are not aware of your surrounding, don't apply for job for the military army, U.S. Army, Ghana police, no. You just stay somewhere. Just stay somewhere. Because watching has a lot of relationship with security. And in your church, in your home, in your family, you must be the watchman. But today I'm not talking about watchmen. Hallelujah. If we understood what watching is, the people that work for us as watchmen, we'll pay them the most. I would mean, we'll pay them the most. If you understood, right, the essence of watching and security, you'll be friends with all your neighbors. I would mean, because when they notice something in your surrounding, no, ah, uh, this one, I thought you said you were traveling. I just saw someone, this thing, but you don't have, we are becoming Americanized. Worse of all, British lies or whatever. Even the British crowd, they're even better. But the American, oh, I'm in my place alone. I don't talk to anyone. This thing, it's a bad thing. The essence of watching improves security of the entire group. Even in the animal kingdom, any team or gathering of animals that work together, be it insects, mammals, birds, they always have watches. They always have. So check through the Bible. In the book of Daniel, it gives us a clear example. The Bible says that something was going on in the earth. There was a king that was being so proud. He was comparing himself to God. God didn't have to step in. The Bible says that and the watches came. Because they were seeing what was going on in the earth. And then he said, ah, this one, Father, you stay there. They dealt, they dealt with the issue here on earth as if they were the ones in charge. Because watching has to do with security. If you compromise the watchman, 
you've compromised your spirit. Hide me, Zova. Hide me, Zova. Are you sure with me? Or I've lost you. I've lost you. I've not lost you. So, observation goes with security. In a security structure of a kingdom, there is the watchtower and then there are watchmen. Are you with me? Now, the primary job of someone who is observing or someone who is watching, your primary job is just to sound an alarm. Are you with me? Your primary job is just to communicate. The interpretation, what you do afterwards, is really not your job. It's really not your job. But you, let's look at something. I want to give you an example of a good watchman in the sense of a military. So in David's army, he had watchmen. David himself was a watchman. Right? And I want to give you how good a watchman can be. Let's open our Bibles to the book of 2 Samuel, chapter 18, the verse number 24. 2 Samuel. So this is an example of a good military watchman. I just want you to take note of this. 2 Samuel, yes. Chapter 18, 18 the verse 24. number 24 to 27. Now David was sitting between the two gates. David was sitting between the two gates and what? And the watchman went up to the roof over the gate. Mm-hmm. To the wall, lifted his eyes and looked, and there was a man running alone. Pause. Right from there, for you to observe or for you to watch, your position matters. Mm. I want you to write this down. Examples of a good military. Your position really, really, really matters. So in the realm of the spirit, and that's how come the man of God last week, Friday, was talking about the state of the heart of a prophet. Right? And in essence, you can apply to a man of God. As soon as your position, especially the state of your heart, is compromised, you'll be seen wrong. You, you will mess people up. Because there is strength in where you are positioned. I would need so far. And that's how come right now, in fact, if you've modern warfare, modern whatever it is, there is always surveillance. But you realize that there is also what? Counter surveillance. Have you heard of that before? Who watches the watchman? Let me not go there. <laughs> Let me not go there. But who watches the watchman? You don't know what I'm talking about. Are you in this country? <laughs> okay, anyways. Your position is what? Very, very important. And that's how come the government gives excuses, right? To monitor your phone calls, monitor certain things. In fact, forget government. Big giant tech. They are monitoring everything, right? And they are, you realize that they are always, anyone who has information or anyone who has a position that allows him to get information, he's always the one, he's, he's, he's powerful. I mean, he's powerful. See, I read somewhere and I realized that it's true. Someone said that if you are in Ghana, right, if you want to get a land, what, what, do you, what, what would you do? What, what are the normal steps? Can someone just mention anything? Just mention. What would you do? To get a land, what do you have to do? Get an agent. Uh-huh. What else? Go and scout to get a land. You've not gotten a land before. You verify from who? There's land commission and all. What else? The district assembly and all of that. No one said that in Ghana. All of this thing makes sense. But to add to all, get the local drunkard of the town and be his friend and just begin to ask him questions because he will know all the stories. Recently, we were looking for land for 
um, 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 KCF, right? And I realized, well, we didn't get a drunk card. I mean, it was a taxi driver, but we were someone <laughs> who lived in the town. All the places that the agents took us, we were talking everything. When we sit in the car, they say, oh, see, this one, forget about it. Because this and this and this, this and he knows the story of every piece of land that we saw. If you go in Ghana and you are going with, oh, a degree, land economics, okay, <laughs> agent, you can go with everyone. You can go with the district director of um, lands commission. If they want to lie to you, they'll lie to you. Because you must find someone who has observed. Because in that observation, he has gathered information. And then you can take it and then use it. So the Bible says that the watchman then what? Went up. He changed his position to a vantage point so that he could see. And look at what the Bible says. Lifted his eyes and looked. Yes. And there was a man running alone. There was a man running alone. Then the watchman cried out and told the king. Mm -hmm. And the king said, if he's alone, there's news in his mouth. Put it there. You see, that's what I'm trying to say. A watchman's job is not to interpret. You can interpret. You can give interpretation, analysis, whatever. But it's not your job. Your job is just to see. What did you see? I saw a man running alone. And then David says, oh, if he's alone, then he must have what? Good news. Because of the situation in which he was, there was what happening. He saw someone running alone. If someone didn't see, David cannot interpret. If someone didn't what? See. David cannot interpret. So if you are a watchman and you can't see, you, you're, you, are, you might as well be a blind man. That's all. Because it's useless for a watchman not to see. And it's also even worse for a watchman to see and not communicate. I heard me. A watchman to what? See and not communicate. Whatever you see. And that, you, next, next week we'll talk about watchmen. Let's go on. Let's go on. And he came rapidly and drew near. Yes. 26. Yes. Then the watchman saw another man running. Then the watchman, he didn't stop the activity of watching because he had seen one man. Watching is what? Passive. For a long period of time. For a long period. So he saw another man what? Running. Running. And what did he do? And the watchman called to the gatekeeper and said, He called. If you watch and can't see, your job is useless. Continue. And said, mm -hmm. there's another man running alone. Yes. And the king said, mm -hmm. he also brings news. Mm -hmm. So the watchman said, yes. I think the running of the first is like the running of Ahimaaz, the son of Zadok. Look at a skilled runner, a skilled observer, a skilled watchman. He could tell that the way this person is running, I know who this is. That's a watchman who has graduated. I, I get what I'm saying. So that's, that's someone, you can be reading the word. Or someone can come, a, a very observant person. You can come, ah. And then the way, the way today is sat down. Someone can just say, hmm. They say, ah, what's wrong? They can just pick it up. Oh, but most of us, you see, that's what happens in relationships. You know, many of the ladies expect their boyfriends, husbands to be excellent mind readers. So you've done something. The person is not happy. Then they just come and sit here. Hmm. <laughs> And then, and then, and then, and then, you see, the words they will say is that, oh, what's wrong? Nothing. Then a foolish boy will say, okay. <laughs> a foolish boy who, 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 has, who has it graduated with, with the skills of observing will also just get up and go. What would he, would he do this? Mm, no. 
Then bram, you eat everything. Foolish boy. <laughs> That's a foolish boy. You you are, you are you have not mastered the skills of observing. I do so far. You've not mastered the what. But a person who has mastered the skills of observing can, can almost do the job of interpreting. But that's not his job. But he can. Are with me? He can. So, you see, as God is building us all in the kingdom structures, one of the first things I want you to know is that you are a watchman. The question is that, are you on your post? Where is your post? Your post is the, 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 the post of prayer. Are you doing the job of praying? As you are praying, as you are praying, as you are praying. And that's what, how come KCF and Zion started. Anytime we spend time praying, Apostle go around, what did you see? The person who saw it that doesn't even understand what they've seen. Someone, I, I, know, I know of people, uh, you have a dream, right? Or you see a vision. And you see someone doing something, 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 something. <laughs> and then you come with holy anger. Hey! Is it, meanwhile, God is talking about you. God is talking about you. But your job as a watchman is not to interpret so, okay, bring it to someone. The person will analyze it and tell the mind of God. But watching, a skilled watchman can be able to distinguish. He says what? The, his running is it's, what? It's like the running of Ahimas. His running is like. That means that he's done the job for so long that he knows in an entire army. I know how the different people run. Hey, in an entire army. See, if you are so, and that's what we say that, I, instead of using the word, prophets, right? Because usually when you use the word prophet, many of us feel excluded. I'd rather use the word prophetic because all of us have a prophetic calling. Are you with me? When it comes to the realm of the prophetic, you must be a watchman. You can come into service and as you just step, hmm. I remember Apostle gave a testimony the last time that she was, he was going to buy something, right? And then he was just going, and then he just entered the shop. Something has changed. Then he goes back. Everything is normal. <laughs> I mean, we went to the Presbyterian University at, is that Betty or so? Yeah. And that day, when Apostle got there, he, as soon as he said, he said that, he just said that, oh, okay. He asked the people that were hosting us, where can I buy this and this? And then they were saying, oh, you know, they were, don't, Apostle, don't worry, anything you want, you, whatever. And then he just, they just turned to me and at the time was another man of God. And said, just remind me, I'm not buying anything in this town. That's all he said. And then went out on the tour. And as we were doing, buying, just checking things, just checking things. Well, he said, remind me, he didn't talk to us, but <laughs> I wanted to buy credits to send. And the apostle said, oh, let me get, um, you know, apostle likes um, choco, malt, choco. Yeah. Then, he, so as I was buying the credits also, and then he just went and he said, okay, choco malt, how about, as soon as he reached out his hand, no, then he said, oh, forget. Just remembered that in this town, I'm not supposed to buy anything. I went ahead and bought my credits too. <laughs> I didn't receive that instruction. I'll just say, but my point is that he, he, he could sense. And that's what every spiritual man should be. Every spiritual man has an identity of a watchman. So you must be skilled in the job of what? Watching. What is watching? Observing a wide range of things for a considerable amount of time. A considerable amount of time. Consistently, there must be a watchman. Because watching is linked directly to your security. The security of your family. And that's why God says that, would God do anything without revealing it to his prophets? A prophet's job 
in the grand scheme of things, in the organizational structure, in the organizational structure, it doesn't mean that the prophets are like the forerunners or the most important. No, their prophets are key. The Bible says that the foundation of the gospel or the ministry is laid on the apostles and the prophets. So the prophets are key. But you are also prophetic. So would God do anything without telling you? Would God do anything? If God does things in your family and you are not aware, it means that you have not built up yourself in the job of watching. It means that you are a poor watchman and you must receive repentance and ask for grace. You must receive. receive. If, something, if something happens, there is nothing. You can check through the Bible. You can check through the life and the events of nations. Nothing happens in the earth realm without God revealing it to anyone. Nothing. It might not be the people that the thing is happening to, but someone definitely must know. Someone what? Definitely must know or must have seen it. Oh, are you with me so far? Have I lost you? He says, I think the running of Ahimaaz, the son of Zadok, and the king said, he's a good man and comes with good news. Anyways, so I want us to move into a few things. I, I would come back to this later on, but... For today, we are looking at the dangers of what? Watching without praying. I've talked about how good and important watching is. Do you understand me up to this point? But there are dangers to just watching without praying. Or doing the work of watching alone. The first thing. So, five things. Point one. Without prayer, right? The poor interpretation of what you see can be a disadvantage to you or can lead to negative consequences. Without prayer, so if you are doing the job of watching alone, right? Without praying, what you see or interpret can lead to a negative consequence. I mean, so the Bible says in the book of Numbers chapter 13, I'd want to pick it up. So let's read the verse number two. Numbers 13 from verse 2. Yes. Send men to spy out the land of Canaan. Pause. That's the job of what? Intelligence and counting. So it was, if you check some other rendering of that, it was not just check men to go and see. It was to spy out. That job is to search out. So they are doing a detailed work of watching every aspect. So Moses even gave them the criteria and the perimeter in which they should watch. Right? He gave them exactly. Watch. Are these people strong? Where is these people? Where is this people? Check the food. Check the water. Check the land. It was a detailed job of watching. So some rendering says that he sent out men to go and search out the land. That's an advanced form of watching. Watching in this way, you are not just being passive, protecting and defending. This is a type of watching where you are now in enemy territory. Are you with me? So you are setting up surveillance systems and there are certain things that you are picking out. So it's a job of what? Spying. Searching out. You are seeking. Your watching is no longer just without any aim. There's something that you are looking for. Moses gave them that. But because of time, jump to the verse number 17. Then Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan mm-hmm. and said to them, Yes. Go up this way into the south mm-hmm. and go up to the mountains. Yes. Verse 18. Mm-hmm. Continue to the verse 20. 
and see what the land is like. See what the land is like. Mm-hmm. Whether the people who dwell in it are strong. Check whether the people are strong or they are weak. Mm-hmm. Few or many. Yes. Whether the land they dwell in is good or bad. Whether the land is good or bad. Whether the cities they inhabit are like camps or strongholds. Yes. Whether the land is rich or poor, and whether there are forests there or not. Okay. Be of good courage mm-hmm. and bring some of the fruits of the land. Yes. Jump to 26. 26. Now they departed and came back to Moses and Aaron. Yes. And all the congregation of the children of Israel mm-hmm. in the wilderness of Paran at Kadesh. Yes. They brought back word to them and to the and to all the congregation. Yes. And showed them the fruit of the land. They showed them the fruit of the land. 27. Then they told him and said, yes. We went to the land where you sent us. It truly flows with milk and honey. And this is its fruit. 20, 28. Nevertheless, the people who dwell in the land are strong. Mm-hmm. The cities are fortified and are very large. Moreover, we saw the descendants of Anak there. Jump to 30. Then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and mm-hmm. said, Let us go up at once and take possession, mm-hmm. for we are well able to overcome it. Yes, 31. But the men who had gone up with him said, we are not able to go up against the people, mm-hmm. for they are stronger than we. Jump to 32. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out, saying, mm-hmm. The land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants. Mm-hmm. And all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. There we saw the giants, the descendants of Anak, came from the giants. And we were like grasshoppers in our own sight. And so we were in their sight. Hallelujah. Now, these people were given the job to go and watch. Now, in their... I told that for every watchman, you must communicate what you see. Your job is not to interpret. However, let's read one more scripture before I, before I say what I want to say. Let's jump to Numbers chapter 14, the verse number 24. But my servant Caleb, mm-hmm. because he has a different spirit in him and has followed me fully, I will bring into the land where he went. Pause. Now, you realize that there were 12 people. 10 of them were given an account. As they started to give the account of what they had observed, they started to interpret. But without prayer, what they had seen was now given a negative consequence. Yet, the Bible says that Caleb had the different spirits. He and Joshua, they had the spirits of God. Because with prayer, you can then interpret what you are seeing right. They all saw giants. One of them said, the land divorced its people. The other one, because of prayer and the right spirit, says we are able to overcome. See, you want to do the job of watching. If you are doing the job of watching, make sure that you are praying. So Jesus said, watch and pray lest you enter into it's not just the it's not just watching because if you do not pray and have the right spirit you cannot interpret or even communicate what you are saying right now look if you check in the in their in their encounter back they were just telling Moses the criteria he gave them Moses asked them the people you are seeing are they weak or are they strong they came and they said the people are strong and they said, see, let me even describe how strong they are. They are the sons of Anak. And in, if you understood who they were, you would understand why the people started wailing. Because they were in a particular context. The sons of Anak were descendants of a giant. Let me not go there. 
to, to but they communicated and in their communication there was fear if you are just doing the watch the, the job of watching without prayer you'll be seen all right and then as you are praying your faith will be dwindling you'll be afraid watching without praying can lead to negative consequences Admit. let's look at point number two the dangers of watching alone point number two and this is connected to the first one when you are watching without praying what you see can become a trap for you if you are watching without praying what you see can become what a trap for you now if you want to expand on this it means that observation alone right gives you information what prayer does is that prayer becomes a filter to see through the information and the effect of that information on you. Are with me so far? So it's not just observing. You see, when I say observing, then you go open your eyes like this and you are just watching everyone in your family. You are just watching everyone in your, in your workplace. No, I say what? Watching and praying. Look at what the Bible says. The Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 11, verse 4. It says, he who observes doesn't mean that observing is wrong. But it says that he who observes the clouds, he who observes the wind, will not sow. He who regards the clouds, will not reap. Are there not good farmers who watch the weather? Yes. But without the right spirit, what you see can be a disadvantage to you. What you see can be what? A trap, a disadvantage for you. Because all, I'm saying that watching is good. And I said, I'll talk about being a watchman. But I'm saying that hey, you can be watching, 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 watching. What you are watching will then begin to ensnare you. Are you with me so far? So with, if you do the job of watching alone, without prayer, since observing gathers information, the information you are gathering can have an effect on you and become a snare onto you. You need prayer to be able to sieve out. So that the consequences of what you are observing or taking in doesn't affect you negatively. Point three. Point three. This is also connected. So point three. What you... <laughs> the verse that we read in the beginning. Matthew chapter 26, the verse number 41. It says that what? Watch and what? Pray. Okay. Lest you enter into what? Temptation. Point three. When you watch alone, what you see can lead you into temptation. When you watch without praying, what you see will lead you into temptation, despite the fact that you noticed it a long time ago. Watching doesn't give you the ability to run away from it. Watching doesn't give you the ability to escape it. It is the additional prayer that gives you the ability to escape temptation. Because what you would have noticed it long time. Oh, I know that this long time ago. But without the necessary and the corresponding prayer, you would have seen it already. Second Samuel chapter 11, the verse number two to the verse number three. Then it happened one evening yes. that David arose from his bed mm -hmm. and walked on the roof of the king's house. Mm -hmm. And from the roof, he saw a woman bathing. Mm -hmm. 
and the woman was very beautiful to behold. Mm -hmm. So David sent and inquired about the woman, mm -hmm. and someone said, Is this not Bathsheba, mm -hmm. the daughter of Eliam, the, the wife of Uriah the Hittite? David was at a vantage spot. Mm. I said to observe, he was at a vantage spot. David was at a correct position. And yet he saw. And it became a trap unto him. Mm. He saw. And it became what? Trap. A snare. A trap unto him. Watching alone is not a job. Watch and what? Pray. So he said that. Pray with all kinds of prayer. Pray with all kinds of prayer. And being what? Watchful. So he can't say that, oh, God, open my eyes. Father, open my eyes. See, if you want your eyes to be opened, right, your eyes can be opened. You, you don't, you don't, if you want your eyes to be opened, your eyes can be opened. You don't, you don't need a, you don't need, you don't need to be a Christian for your eyes to be opened. You don't. You don't. I, when I was in class six, one, one guy be told me, my friend be, I've gone to some, some funeral be in the in, in hometown. When he came back, he saw he said some people did some things. He said that, hey, said, I don't know why he was even telling me at that point, because we're class six. He said, hey, you see that when the dog wakes up in the morning, the dog has some white, white things in this thing. He said, when bring it, I'll show you what to do. Your eyes, you start seeing. That's what he was telling me. Say, you start seeing spirit, you start seeing dwarfs at class six. Oh. We're talking of when class six. This was what he was telling me. He said, you want to see dwarfs. I don't know why it was even fascinating at the time. I don't even know what our state of mind was. But he was telling me that if I want to see dwarfs, give me one, give me another one. The second one is so easy to do, so I'll not tell you. Hallelujah. If you want your eyes to be opened, it's so simple. There are all the people that come and meet circle, Kaneshi, Asemoho, Asemoho. Do you think they are Christians? Do you think they pray? They don't. Asemoho, Asemoho. For your eyes to be opened, it's an easy thing. Asemoho, there's a problem there. That's what they are saying, literally. Right? For your eyes to be opened, it can easily be opened. Are you with me? But the question is that what you see can be a trap. So you, and, and this even even works in relationships and work and all of that. You can see that see, this place I am going there. How many people understand what I'm saying? This way I am going there. There's a problem there. Then your boss will just come and pass by. Oh, okay. Oh, the report. Oh, okay. Pass by my house and collect it. You just know. Why people people understand what I'm saying? It's like, okay, uh, uh, let, let, let's move on. Let's move. You guys are not with me. The way, the way, the way. They go and say, oh, nice hair. <laughs> That's all. They just pass their hand in your hair like this. And you've seen it all. That way I'm going to temptation, temptation. But you cannot, you see, watching alone cannot take you from the path of temptation. Watching alone cannot take you from the path of what? Temptation. You need to what? Watch and what? Pray. So a really skilled watchman should be an intercessor. That is, that is, the, we will talk about that next week. The pure, a pure graduated Watchman, a good watchman, skilled in all his ways, 
has graduated to the realm of intercession, where he can even deal with the things he sees, even before communicating. He can deal with it long in advance. And before you can deal with certain things, you should have been dealing with things for yourself. I mean, see, in this fasting period, right, you know, see, I don't know, I was my wife the last time, I don't know, but anytime we are fasting, the only food I crave for is a house of cocoa and tea bread. <laughs> I, I don't know why. This is from GHS, a secondary school. I don't know what happens to house of cocoa and tea bread. As soon as we break our fast, that appetite just goes. How's that going? No, actually, not jollof. And I can smell it in the powder, the powdery bread. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> How's that going? See, as, as, as we are fasting and praying, you know that hey, if you go to certain areas where they sell food, you know. You, but, you see, without praying, you cannot deliver yourself from that temptation. Am I speaking to someone here? You are speaking to us. Am I speaking to someone? Yes, sir. You, you should not just crave to watch and to see. If you want to see, there are techniques for it for us. Okay. Right? And not all of them are the right way. Nonetheless, you can see. Let me, let me tell something. Let me, let me give you something. Maybe you... You see, many people judge a prophet by how he sees. Right? And so when they see someone else who is not a prophet, especially on the other side, also seeing, then they begin to question. In the realms of the spirit, there are a lot of things. Right? As a prophet, you can also see in the realms of the spirit. And that's where everyone can also see from. Right? But a true prophet can move from seeing from in the realms of the spirit, from seeing from the point of God. There are two different things. Ardmi, you can see in the realms of the spirits. If you are depressed, anyone who is sensitive, whether spiritually, prophet, even just anyone who prays a lot, anyone who has also fortified himself, which, um, whatever, they will see that there's a problem. But it's only someone who has the spirit of God or who works with God, who works with the right prophetic anointing, can see from the realm of God what is the root or what you should do about it. And that's why a lot of prophets they, who, who, who are not, um, who haven't graduated. And see, when that, when that, I don't like using the word prophet because it's just prophetic. Anyone who hasn't graduated in the realms of the prophetic can only see and tell you many of them cannot offer solution. Because to offer solution, you must not see in the realms of the spirit. You must see in the realms of God. Are you fair with me? Are you sure with me? Seeing in the realms of the spirit just gives you information. The question is, how do you deal with it? And you need to stand by the one who offers solution for you to be able to deal with it. Not a lot of people can do that. Truly, 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 truly. What many people do in a prophetic service is not really prophecy. It's word of knowledge. It's just picking things up. So that's not prophetic. I would mean, it's part of the prophetic move. But that's just introductory. The prophecy starts when they say, that says the word, or that says God, 
or whatever, and they give you the solution. If they say that, oh, your hair is green. Oh, I can see that your room color is blue. That's, they've not gotten to prophetic yet. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm yeah, talking to What they are dealing with is what? This, the word of knowledge. And at that level, right, any, any, anybody at all, even on the wrong side, can do that. Anybody at all. The wrong side. Of course, you must pay the price to do even that. You must pay the price. But prophecy starts when they say, okay, this is what God is saying. Because prophecy is not about seeing. It's about what? If you break down what prophetic is, that's what faith is. That's why I, say we are, that's why I, don't, I, say I don't want to use the word prophetic because it would exclude you. Faith is not about saying, or it's not, it's, it's, it's not about just um, seeing something, or it's about saying it. Saying it. Are with me? For faith to work, you must have first seen. As believers, we, we are not ignorant. If you are getting me. You know, many people think belief. Belief, truly, is the absence of reasoning. But it doesn't mean that it is ignorance. That's why the last night I said that your mind is not equipped to do the work of believing. Your mind is equipped to do the work of reasoning. Many people think when they are using their mind, they have escaped ignorance. So they will look down on anyone who just believes. Believing is not ignorance. You must first see. See. It's not ignorance. Do you understand me? Yeah. Do you understand me? Yes, sir. So I'm saying that what? Without prayer, you, can have, you could have seen the temptation long ago. Watching will not deliver you from that temptation. It is prayer with watching that will let you escape. That's point four. Point what? Three. Point three. Point four. Let's see this quickly, then we'll be out of here. Point three. Or point four, without prayer, what you see can overwhelm you. Without prayer, what you see can discourage you. Without prayer, what you see can make you just lose faith, hope, whatever it is. Let me give you a scripture reference. Let's jump to the book of Nehemiah chapter 2. For the sake of time, let's jump to the verse number 13. The verse number 18. My emphasis is on the verse number 18, but let's start from the verse number 13. And I went out by night. And I went out by night. That's Nehemiah talking. God has sent him to come and redeem Israel by um, building the wall that had been broken. And he came. God intervened. His master, who was the king at the time, gave him permission. And to show that God was involved, his master gave him resources. Yet, when he came onto the scene, when God says that, come and do the work of rebuilding, the Bible says that, then he woke up at night. I talked about a vantage position. To also see, you must, be, you must have an advantageous time. Because you can be at the right place and just get there after the people have moved. Or you'll be too early that you think that nothing is happening. I mean, for a watchman to be effective, you must have what? An advantageous position. And you must also take advantage of time. So he said that he went out at what? 
night. By night. And then he did what? Through the valley gate to the serpent wall mm-hmm. and the refuse gate. Yeah. And view the walls of Jerusalem which were broken down yeah. and its gates which were burned with fire. Yeah. Then I went on to the fountain gate. Jump to verse 15. So I went up in the night by the valley mm-hmm. and viewed the wall. Mm-hmm. Then I turned back and entered by the valley gate and so returned. Mm-hmm. And the officials did not know where I had gone or what I had done. Mm-hmm. I had not yet told the Jews, the priests, the nobles, the officials, or the others who did the work. Mm-hmm. And I said to them, you see the distress that we are in, how Jerusalem lies in waste mm-hmm. and its gates are burned with fire. Yes. Come and let us build the wall of Jerusalem yes. that we may no longer be a reproach. Mm-hmm. Verse 18. Yes. And I told them of the hand of my God. If the Bible shows underline that. And I told them about the what? The hand of God. When we read the book of um, Numbers, it talked about, but Caleb had a different spirit. I told them about the hand of God. That did what? The hand of my God, which had been good upon me. Yes. And also, the, and also of the king's words that he had spoken to me. Yes. So they said, let us rise up and build. Yes. Then they set their hands to this good work. Pause. Now, did they not all live in Israel with the broken walls? Or Jerusalem with the broken walls? They all did. How come they had never said to each other, let's rise up and build? Until someone who was also doing the job of watching had prayed and the hand of God was with him. So when he saw the same problem, he was not overwhelmed. He was able to communicate hope. He was able to do that. I mean... Everybody can be saying, oh, the economy is some way. See, stop saying Ghana is hard. Stop say that my pocket is hard. Oh, no, it's true. It's true. See, people will be shouting. The stock market is crashing. There are people who have shot it. That means they have betted that it will crash. So as it is crashing, they are making more money. I don't know if you are with me. I don't know if you are with me. I don't know if you are with me. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, when please. I say shots. Not like shoot a gun, but like shot. Hallelujah. We can say that, oh, the economy of the U.S. is failing. There are some people who benefit in its failure. So we can all be seeing the same thing. And some people are overwhelmed with what they are seeing. Oh, this, 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 this thing, this Christian work is hard. This, 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 Let's look at the last verse. Do you understand me so far up to this point? Yes, sir. Let's look at the last point. They'll be out of here. Last point. Last point. We have two minutes to go. Last point. I think I already talked about it in the verse, in the point three, but I want to say it again and write it this way. Without praying, watching, or doing the job of watching in order to defend becomes vain, useless, or unfruitful. This time around, I'm talking about watching to defend. Now, before I continue and read our scripture, in some parts of the Bible, the Bible says that if Jesus was speaking to his disciples, if you can find it for me, he said that if a, uh, if a thief breaks into 
a house. He says, if a watchman or the, the owner of a house knows the time in which a thief would come and steal, Jesus asks, would he not have watched? Matthew 24, mm-hmm. 42. Yes, give me that. Read it for me, please. Okay. Watch therefore, for ye, for ye know not on what day your Lord cometh. Mm-hmm. But know this, that if the master of the house had known in what watch the thief was coming, mm-hmm. he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken through. They said Matthew chapter what? 24, yes. 42 to 43. Okay, read it again. Listen, I want you to listen to something. Listen to something. He says what? Watch therefore. Watch therefore. For ye know not on what day your Lord cometh. Mm-hmm. But know this. But know this. That if the master of the house. If the owner of the house. Right? Mm-hmm. Had what? Had known. The New King James says. The hour that the thief would what? Come. Come. Then he says what? He would have watched. He would have watched. That means that one of the greatest things for defense is to watch. Right? Mm. The greatest way to defend is to what? Watch. And I'm saying in the last point that without praying, if you are doing the job of watching to defend, it will become a useless task. So the Bible then says, the Bible then says, in Psalm 127, verse 1. Look what the Bible says. Psalm 127, verse 1. Mm-hmm. Unless the Lord builds the house. Unless the Lord builds the house. They labor in vain who build it. They labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord, the Lord guards the city. Unless the Lord guards the city. The watchman stays awake in vain. It means that the work of defending by watching is useless without God. If you're just talking normal, whatever it is, if you want to defend, the best way to defend is to watch. Right? In the game of football, a defender must be able to see. A goalkeeper must be able to see. Let's not go into football. Right? But if you are defending by watching without God, you are engaged in a useless venture. Because there are people You've seen several stories where a house is still attacked with policemen, watchmen watching the house. And the first people they deal with are the watchmen. So unless the Lord works, that's the job of defending. Your job of defending by watching is meaningless. So as all the things I'm saying is powerful. Watch, watch, watch. I'm not saying that go and set up CCTV and be watching your girlfriend and boyfriend, wherever they go. You go and hide Apple tag in your girlfriend's purse. I go there. You can be seeing it all right and someone will come and collect your girl. Unless the Lord watches. You can be watching and observing your children all right. But something can still happen. Unless the Lord watches. Unless the Lord watches. So if you want to do the job of watching, Make sure that you have the Lord with you. And how do you get the Lord with you? Praying. Let's rise up on our feet. Or oh, if you are pushing us together, celebrate the Lord. Celebrate the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen.
Five dangers of watching alone without praying. You can be overwhelmed. If you are not watching with God, it becomes a useless venture. What you are seeing can be a trap for you. What you are seeing can also lead to a negative consequences. And then you can still see the temptation. But without prayer, watching does not give you the power to escape. You will still see it. And then you still fall into the pit. Because if you are doing the job of watching, my brother, make sure you are praying. Make sure you are praying. See, there are people who went to prophetic services and they heard a man of God say, oh, the person doing you is your grandmother. And then they went to and beat their grandmother. That's the only did the job of watching. They didn't pray. Oh, the person doing you, the person is your neighbor. And they went and they said, do not talk to their neighbor again. The person doing you is this. And they told their children, don't go to this person's house again. They did the job of what? Watching alone. It is good. It is good. But if you watch alone, you can still be in danger. I want us to, 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 to read two scriptures, then we'll pray. The first scripture, look at what the Bible says in Luke chapter 24. This is our prayer. This is our prayer. Luke 21, the verse number 34, the verse number 36. Luke 21, the verse number 34 to the verse number 36. But take heed to yourself. But take heed to yourself. Lest your heart be weighed down. With, Let your heart be weighed down. With carousing. Carousing. Drunkenness. Drunkenness. And cares and of this life. And the cares of this life. And that day come on you unexpectedly. And that day come upon you unexpectedly. Yes. For it will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole yes. earth. Yes. Watch therefore. Watch therefore. And pray always. And pray always. Even if you can't see, it's better for you to just be praying. Mm. However, maybe one of the days I'll talk about the dangers of praying alone without see, without watching. <laughs> maybe one day. I don't have a plan, but maybe. Watch what? Therefore. Therefore. And pray always. And pray always. That you may be counted worthy to escape all these things. Worthy to escape all these things. That will come, come to, to pass. pass and, and to stand, stand before, before the Son of Man. Before the earlier verses. If, you, if your Bible is the New King James, right? And it has, an, it has a heading. What's the, what's the heading? The importance of watching. The importance of watching. The import- and it says that watch always and pray always. Watching is only important or effective when it is done with prayer. And that's our prayer for today. Father, give me the grace to watch. We pray that's one prayer. And we're praying the second prayer. Father, give me the grace to pray. Mm. Give me the grace to what? To pray. Because it's useless for you to gather information. Let me give you an example. The people that bombed, according to the news, the Twin Towers during September 11th, when they came into the country of the United States, the people already knew that they had gotten there. The security apparatus knew that they had gotten there. In fact, they have even graduated them to um, people as in like a red list. So they were monitoring them. They knew that they were not correct people. They knew. But what did they do with that information? Nothing. Nothing. I can come and tell you that, oh, you, there is a witch following you, and you have that information, right? 
oh, break this. Or I'll tell you that, oh, okay, this is, this is the root of your problem. And you know that. And you are doing nothing with it. What's the benefit? So watch, therefore, and for praying, not therefore. Pray what? Watch, therefore, and for praying, do what? Always. Pray always. Father, give me the grace to watch. Amen. Give me the grace to be observant. Yes, Lord. And most importantly, give me the grace to pray. Lift up your voice and begin to pray right now. Repelebo sheba rababa. Zapelebo todo. Repadulu asise. Amen. Now remember, we, we took a seed and we prayed. This is the reason why we prayed. First Peter chapter 4, the verse number 7. First Peter chapter 4, the verse number 7. The Bible says what? The Bible says, But the end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious and watchful in your prayers. They didn't hear. They didn't hear. First but, Peter chapter 4, the verse number 7. But the end of all things is at hand. Yes. Therefore, be serious and watchful in your prayers. That's all. That's the all. end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be observant mm. and give serious heed to your prayers. He says that be observant even when you are praying. Decide to take a conscious effort. See, we, we can pray in tongues, it's a blessing. Many of us pray with tongues absent-minded. That mm. even if Jesus comes to stand by you, you don't, you don't even bump into him. You don't even bump Lord, into him. You, so Lord. he says that, be watchful in what? In your prayers. Many of us say, oh, see, I'm praying for three hours and you're on your phone. Java, Java. <laughs> oh, Java, Java. <laughs> come and see, come and see, come and see. Okay, we are praying, we are praying. Shaba, Shaba, Shaba. We are joker. We are joker. We are joker. Be watchful in your words. That means that, that means watching doesn't go alone. Praying doesn't go alone. Be watchful where? When you are praying, you must have an expectation. That's why I said last time that the basic job of a Christian is to be a believer. That job of believing, many of us are not doing. We are not doing. Yes, Lord. You, you cannot tell me that you are believing if you have not set your eye on something. That's why it says watch and pray. You see, when you when say watch and pray, you are talking about someone praying for a girl or a boy. Watch yeah. as you are praying. And then uh, Aram will come and pass. That's not watching and pray. That's not watching and pray. It says that even be watchful. The end of all things is at hand. Mm. The end. And that means that deception is at its peak. Deception is what? At, at its, its peak. peak. See, it's even going to get worse and worse. Worse and worse. You know, usually when they say that, oh, so this and this happened, then they'll tell you that, okay, what's the evidence? And you can show a picture. You can show a video. Right now, even videos and pictures, they, can, they are fabricated. Voice notes, they can be fabricated. So it's going to get worse and worse. The Bible says that the end is at hand. Therefore, be what? Be serious. Be serious. Be serious. And be what? 
watchful, watchful in your prayers. Father, give me the grace to be serious. Mm. See, we have gotten to a time and age where the most unserious people in any religion, if Christianity is a religion, are the Christians. The no most unserious. The most unserious are Christians. The most unserious. The most unserious. You can meet with a 10-year-old Muslim, Hindu, whatever, and they can start quoting your Bible. You've not finished reading your Bible to even try reading the Quran. Am I talking to someone here? Yeah. Okay, you see, like, I'm, sh- I'm shooting shots. So yeah, shoot let, me, let, me, let me move away. Otherwise, you should not pray. Father, give me the grace to be serious. You've not finished reading your Bible for you to go and read the Quran. And then you say, I want to go to Harvard. I want to go to MIT. And then you just go and take one class in English. I don't even know why it is always in that English and philosophy class. English and literature. And they start talking about thinking. And they just ask you, what's the basis of your thinking? If someone tells you in an argument, put the Bible aside and let's reason out your faith. So, see, that's what I was saying, I was saying Reverend, 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 Reverend Salami. There was an issue happening on Ashes University campus. Legal things that had to do with the constitution and things that had happened. And the person that was telling me, said, what even got me angry was that they told me that I cannot, they told me that, why have you put the Bible aside? See, we are talking about religion for the whole school. And you are saying that me, as an administrator of the school, I should look at what the Bible says. Said, you couldn't even, said they, they couldn't even make a logical argument. That's what he was telling me. The Christians that were trying to make a petition says they couldn't make a logical argument. And I said, okay, explain. He said, all the way saying that, oh, the Bible said. And I said, yes, you are saying the Bible says. The person you are dealing with doesn't believe in the Bible. Doesn't believe in the Bible. But even, even okay, the Bible says it, so what? You couldn't move past there. This is what the Bible says. They quoted it, so what? They couldn't go past there. Many people are not observant even in what they are reading. You say you are, you are reading the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. You are not even observant. If you see a name before and a name, you don't even know the link. The, the small numbers on your Bible, you have never clicked on it to ref- You see cross-reference. You have never clicked on it. Mercy, <laughs> Lord. Oh, am I talking to someone? You are talking to us. You see a number as you are reading and it says, therefore be serious. Then there is a number, 15. Or sometimes asterisks. You've never clicked on it to see, oh, what does it mean? You are reading something. The Bible says this, thou, 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 go with thou, he, thou, he, thou, whatever. You don't understand. You don't even change the version. Use ESV, easy version, whatever. You've never even done it before. Amplified. You've not done it before. NLT, you've not done it before. So when you are quoting the Bible, you are out of context. You've never clicked on on a different translation. Oh, you hear men of God say that, oh, and the root word of this in the Hebrew or the Shebrew is this. You've never found, you have strong dictionary, K-G-K-K-J-V-S. You don't have it on your Bible. You've never seen the root word. When they say pistis, you don't know what it is. When they say tefillah, you don't know what it is. When they say dunamis, you know, that's why I didn't say that I'm a fool for this branch. <laughs> I'm a confused <laughs> I said, let me be plain. I'm not going to use metamorphosis for this. I said, we want transformation as this. Eh, what we transform? 
after, after transformation, we will go to metamorphosis. We don't want to know the root word of transformation. You don't want to know. You never. Oh, am I, am I talking to someone? You are talking to us. We are in a season of what? Watchfulness, mm. increase, victory. And you are reading the Bible, you are not even observant. Because you know, you know, do you know our problem? We are so distracted. I already started by talking about how distracted your mind is. If you check, in most of the Eastern Asian, right, martial arts, whatever, the greatest skill you can ever have is to be still. In fact, in fact, some of the old people in the Bible, um, oh, what's the name? The one that wrote the Narnia, whatever his name. C.S. Lewis talked about it. About um, Kenneth Hagan talked about the monkey of the mind. How the mind is always jumping. The greatest skill a man can have is to be still. You see, in order for us to be still, we don't, we are even, we are, most of us are afraid of ourselves. We are afraid of our thoughts. So instead of being alone and to meditate, I'd rather go out with someone and distract. Because if I come, there's something worrying me. You just need to sit down and think about it, pray about it. I'd rather put on young Sheldon. Young Sheldon. Uh, I'd rather go to, the last time I said, what's his name? Kabilane. Kabilane. Uh, and then watch. Because we, we, we don't, we don't want to be. The greatest skill you can ever get. Have you watched Kung Fu Panda before? What was the greatest skill? The secret sauce. First reflection. Reflection. To be still. That's, that's not new. That's not new. Joshua chapter 1 told us. Joshua chapter 1 long ago told us. Before Kung Fu Panda came. Meditate therein. Meditate therein. You see... You are doing a job. That's why that's why I talked about review. You are going for a job. You are going for an interview. You have not met. There's something that is happening in your relationship. Something that is happening in your marriage. You've not spent time talking about it. The best you do is that, oh, as, as you are watching the Netflix, they post it. Hmm, this happened though. And, uh, ha, ha. Oh, don't cry. Play. You are continuing. So you've forgotten it. You've forgotten it. And the way we are distracted in our life, Facebook, social media has made it even worse. 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 See, I want, you to, I want you to know, see, you can check your addiction level to even your phone and your gadgets. Right? Anytime, right, you are going out, make a mistake and leave your phone. You feel incomplete. Very. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about myself. Yes, me too. If you are, if you are in the house and the light goes off and you don't have internet, hey, it's like something has come upon you. Like someone has summoned you to a voodoo house. And they are, and they are mentioning your name and doing things to you. Oh, am I talking to Forget, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking about myself. Even if you don't have any messages, the way you can just pick up your phone. Oh, okay. Then you cannot you cannot just sit down, and we and because we've not mastered the art of observing, we trick ourselves into thinking that we are oh we are not we are not part of that, and then we wake up in the morning and say we want to pray, and the Bible you use is your Bible app, and data is still on, and the Bible you are using you've not bought the premium one, so before you start there's an ad, 
Am I talking to you? Or your Bible is not like that. Yes, 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 yes. Your Bible is not like that. Okay, okay, okay. There's some advert on your, on your Bible. And by the time I realize, oh, you click it. Then by the time I realize you're on Facebook, Netflix, you are watching. Say, you want to pray, you want to pray. And then you tap your watch to your phone. And then as you are praying, no, hey. Then no, you click on it. And then you have smart reply. Hey, time, LOL. <laughs> Say, mercy, Lord. Say, this year of watchfulness, I'll be serious. I'll be serious. And I'll be watchful. And I'll be watchful. In my prayer. In my prayer. Pray for the next 30 seconds and you're out of here. Say, Father, give me the grace to be serious. 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 Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Therefore, be serious and be watchful in your prayers. Father, as we come before you at the end of this message, we ask for one thing. The grace to watch and the grace to pray. The grace to be serious and the grace to be observant. Yes, Lord. Father, let nothing happen around us without us being aware. And let nothing happen around us without us having the opportunity to intervene mm. and to avert, if possible. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord, even for your people, for, your, for their families, for their businesses, and for everything that concerns them. Open their eyes that in this year, they will not be deceived. Amen. They will not be deceived. Amen. Their faith will not be taken. Amen. Their faith will be swallowed up. Amen. The end of all things is at hand. Therefore, be serious. Lord, in this season, Make us serious. And be watchful in your prayers. And make us, oh Lord, prayer giants in our closets. Not just when we gather on Wednesdays. Make us prayer giants in our closets. People that can stand, tarry, pray, observe, and deal with the issues that you show and reveal to them. Thank you, Lord, for hearing us and for answering us, even in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together and celebrate the Lord. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for listening. If you were blessed by this message, share it with someone so they can be blessed too. We look forward to fellowshipping with you next time at Zion Impact Ministry.